that we're... I know the R. Kelly song. Remember that one from the 90s? I believe I can fly. That song from Space Jam. Everybody Come on. Everybody knows that song. That was before he started, like, peeing on people. <laughs> yeah. That was back when it was good. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Bob and Katie Show. I'm Katie. And I'm Bob. So this is episode 46.5. Point Point 0.2. Point 0.2? Right. 0.1. What? Well, if the first one is just 46, the new version. Yeah. It would be 46.1. I there guess. We go. So we, uh, we really messed that episode up last night. We recorded an episode. I'm so sick. <laughs> and we recorded an episode late last night. It was terrible. It was really, it was bad enough. It was like boring, not funny. We're not putting it up. No. There was a couple funny parts in it. Like out of the hour Uh. we recorded, maybe five minutes of it was good. It was good quality gold stuff. If you say so. And I don't feel like we should make people suffer through. No. no. 55 minutes. I was bored. Yeah. I was bored recording it. I couldn't imagine like making people listen to it. (laughs) Like I'm never listening to these people again. So what do we do with some of it? Because, I mean, it's recorded. I don't know. Should we throw some of it on the end of this episode? I don't know. You know what we should do? We should title it Worst Episode Ever and put it on Bandcamp and sell it. No. You want to charge people for it? No. Why not? God, that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll try to grab a couple pieces out of it that I think are funny because we did, uh, we talked about a song by Mariah Carey and that was, that was pretty good. So I'll, I'll pop that on the end. And, uh, patrons, if you want... Shoot me an email, and if you want to hear it, I'll put it on the bonus episode. So as I said, I am, like, so sick today. hmm And I come at you fed the kids breakfast this morning. Which is turning out to be more of a challenge recently than it used to be. Because you don't do that mess every day. I, I don't. <laughs> I have to feed me breakfast, and that's it. I feed, I feed these children three meals a day, every day, plus snacks. <laughs> It's, yeah, challenging is an understatement. But anyway, you fed them breakfast this morning. I come in here after breakfast was done. You had them fed, dressed. They were playing in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I look over (laughs) in the kitchen and the burner, like the coil part of the burner was out. It was off. Right. And so I looked at you and I was like. That wasn't my fault. What happened? It wasn't my fault. That wasn't my fault. Your response was you just pointed. You put your head down and you pointed at the children in their bedroom. (laughs) And I didn't question it because you just, you you don't understand the destructive power Mm -hmm. of two toddlers. See, the boy child (laughs) has decided when he's in his high chair, if he can reach something, He'll grab it, and he's strong enough now that he'll pull himself and the whole high chair across the room. There are so many times lately where he grabs a whole – because our kitchen is small. Yeah, it's a tiny And when I kitchen. feed him breakfast and lunch, I, I set up their high chairs in the kitchen because our dining room is carpeted. Mm-hmm. You know, you just – you don't feed toddlers in a carpeted area unless you want your carpet trashed. So I feed him breakfast and lunch in the kitchen – and our kitchen is small, so there's always something he's grabbing for. And he likes to grab, if he can reach it, he likes to grab the handle to the refrigerator. And I've ca- I've like t- been at the sink and turned around before, and he's just like peering into the fridge, 
you know, he's from got the, high the refrigerator chair. open. Yeah. yeah, he's in his high chair and got the refrigerator open, just checking it out, see what he can find. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, I had an idea, and I think it's a good one. <clears throat> What's the worst thing about mealtime? One of the worst things that we're we're having issues with right now, in your opinion. Probably the cleanup, the aftermath. It's like you said last night, every every time we finish <laughs> dinner and we lay them down for bed and we come back into the main part of the house, it's like we have to clean up after a house party. Yeah. Yeah. When we put the kids to bed at night, we the first thing we do as soon as we lay them down is we clean up. Sometimes there's stuff left in the kitchen to be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And you know, the whole house, like it's like the whole house, every room, it's like we had a house party. It's like teenagers invaded our house and trashed the place and had a cheerio fight yeah like instead of like beer kegs there's cheerios and pokemon all over the place (laughs) you know i found here here's the thing there's little people strewn about i'm i'm very lucky to have you here because you you keep the (laughs) you keep the house clean like we have a clean house i try but even though you do such a did you hear that accent? Do you do? Uh, you do such a good job at keeping the place clean. It's all, it's impossible to get everything because you never know where babies are going to stick stuff. I moved that high chair. Oh God, what'd you find? And there, I don't know. It was, <laughs> I think it might have been meat. An, oh God. A tiny little piece of like jerky. And we haven't had any jerky. Pro- no. Uh, what in jerky? It was some petrified. I don't know if it fell out of the unidentifiable. But I picked it up and I just went through in the trash and I didn't even question it. Like no, you just don't question things like that anymore. So here's my good idea. I think I know of a way for us to have a meal where we're not so stressed out about cleaning up. Oh my gosh. What? You ready for this? We give our kids away. There's a restaurant <laughs> and I don't know what the name of it is, but when you go in, you eat peanuts and just throw the crap on the floor. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that before? Yeah. That's what we should do. We should go there and eat. Every night. And when the babies throw their crap on the floor, we just get up and walk away. No. I'm trying here. You got to work with me. I'm trying to make things better. What is it that's happened with Riley and Butts? Oh, man. He's a boy. <laughs> no, you know, we started a while back teaching our kids body parts. Like, we started with nose, eyes, ears. And worked our way to um, the anus. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't no. think it happens that way. No. Like, you know, they they can identify everything on their face, you mm-hmm. know, and their head, their hair, their ears. And then we move to, like, arms, hands, fingers, legs, feet, toes. And then I didn't even, like, teach them this. I guess they just kind of picked it up somewhere along the way of butt. And Riley would, like, he would, like, grab his butt and say, butt. And well, it's because we're like, always yeah, like, hey, let me check your butt. Let me check your butt. Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I'm like, oh, let me... Clean your butt. Let me check your butt. We got to change your butt. Whenever they poo this, I say, oh, you sit on your butt. butt. Yeah, sit down on your butt. Like, he's just learned. I didn't teach him, like, oh, hey, Riley, this is your butt. But he's learned it. Is that how you teach him the rest of the body parts? Just like that? (laughs) This is your arm. (laughs) Exactly like that. But he's learned butt. And he's very proud that he knows butt. And he just randomly throughout the day, he stands up and he goes, butt. And he like grabs butt. His, <laughs> he grabs butt. He grabs his butt. He grabs butt. But yeah. then like he wants to like point out everybody else's butt. He does. And that's going to get real God. embarrassing once we're out in public. Like he'll, he'll go over to Reagan and, you know, point at her butt or touch her butt. And I'm like, Oh God, you got to stop that. But, and, and he like, he'll grab my butt, butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And I'm like, I'm so scared. We're going to be out in like public or something. And he's going to go up to a stranger and grab their butt. And you're like, but <laughs> it's going to be fun. That's for sure. But he's proud. He's so proud that he knows, but Reagan stuck her toes in my butt the other day. That was a first. Wait, what? I was sitting on the floor in their bedroom. I think I was changing Riley's diaper. Cause I always sit on their floor to change their diapers. Uh-huh. I was just sitting there and she came and sat down behind me. So whenever I'm changing one, the other, sometimes they'll come up behind me and they'll like hug me, lean on me, stuff like that. Well, she came and sat behind me. I didn't think anything of it. And next thing I know, she stuck her toes in my butt crack. Like I was sitting there and I guess my pants, oh, oh, okay, like okay, my okay. butt crack was showing just you a gotta, little. You got to think about the way you're wording this stuff when Sorry. you first, she stuck her toes in my butt. Like <laughs> you had me lost for a couple seconds. Concerned maybe. So you were like, you were changing him and you were Yeah. And, and like I was sitting there on the floor. A little bit of butt crack hanging out. And you know, she said, anybody, hey. anybody heavy, you know, that's a problem sometimes. Your butt crack hangs out. And this, this will warm my toes up. And she just stuck her toes in there. And oh my it gosh. scared me so bad. I was like, you know, I was not expecting to toes in my butt crack and she thought it was hilarious you know what else they're doing they're crying all the time that's nothing new it's not but it's starting to get to me it's like i walk in and they go hey no there's a difference between crying and whining yeah they're whining they're whining a whole bunch i think they're getting bored they're not getting their way they understand i think they're just starting to they're becoming themselves when They've also learned what crying is. And Riley, that's another thing he started doing just here recently, is he, like, points at Reagan, like, in an accusatory tone, with points at her. She crying. She crying. And most of the time when he says that, she's not. Right. She's just sitting there and randomly he goes, she's crying. And I say, no, she's not crying. And then he points at himself and says, I'm crying. And I say, no, you're not crying. <laughs> and he does it, like, 15 times a day. She crying. I'm like, no. No, like 99% of the time, she's not. She's crying, then I'm crying, and nobody's crying. He He's very playful, and when he gets it in his mind that he wants to do something, that's what he's going to do. So him doing that, he's crying, or she's crying, I'm crying. It's like that's just what he wants to do. We took him to the park yesterday. While you were running, I took him out on the soccer field, and I, I took the uh, the stroller there, and I got a ball out, so I thought, hey... We're going to play with the ball. But that's not what kids do. Mm-mm. Kids don't no. operate that way. Whatever plans you have, you can just go ahead and forget that because they're not going to do what you want them to do. And it's, like, it's ever. It's the same concept when it comes to birthdays, Christmases. You buy them a present, right? This is going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, they're going to love this toy. And what do they do with it? They take the toy out, throw it on the ground, and they play with the box, which is basically what happened. I, I took them out of the stroller. Put the ball on the ground, and Riley said, I'm going to go play with the stroller. <laughs> yeah. And he pushed that stroller all over the soccer field. Mm-hmm. It was really cute, though. It was really cute, because it's like, what, seven times the size of him? That stroller, literally, it weighs 50 pounds. It's a double jogging stroller, and yeah, it weighs 50 pounds. But he was uh, he was killing it, though. He's a strong little guy. Yeah, he is. He started grabbing my earrings, and he'll pull them, and it hurts. He pulls my hair. And it hurts, yeah. They're, maybe they don't like us anymore. I, I find myself thinking that a lot. <laughs> I just I'm like, oh my god, they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the the thing that I struggle with because we stay so busy when we try to do something else, it just it throws the day into such a di- not a disaster, but it changes everything and it makes it more difficult. 
We had fun at the park, right? Yeah. It was a good time. But then we didn't get the bed, the kids in the bed till oh, 1130 at God. night. Yeah. It's like we went to the park and it threw off the whole night. I know. Yeah. I, th- I think that's probably one of the main things. Like, I feel like, um, I'm misunderstood, I guess, by a lot of people. Um, you know, people will ask us to, to go places and to do things. And, um, you know, sometimes we have to say no, or sometimes we have to go, yeah, but, you know, we might not be able to be there as soon as you would like, or, um, you know, we can't really do things last minute because I don't, I don't know. It just, there's nothing quick about having two, almost two year old babies. Nothing. Everything is a process. Everything takes a long time. There's no, you can't do anything quickly. I put Riley's shoes on him three times before we left yesterday. And, and it's things like that. It's like we, we wanted two years ago. If you and I said, Hey, let's go to the park. We would put our shoes on and we would go to the park. <laughs> that was it. That was, that was the process, right? Maybe we changed. Who knows? But even if we did, it wasn't that much. It took us 45 minutes just to get ready. Snacks. That's all. Drink. It might have taken longer than that. It seemed like it took a really long time. But anything we do, it makes for a good story at some point because it's never simple. Every time we leave our house, it doesn't matter what we're doing, where we're going. We're always like hot and sweaty and aggravated by the time we get in the car. I think that's probably just like every parent I kind of imagine. But yeah, I'm always like tired by the time I just get in the car and 99.9% of the time when we leave the house to do anything, by the time we get in the car, I always kind of question, like, hmm. Should we have even done this? Is it even worth it? Like, (laughs) That's what I feel most of the time. We've gone and done a lot of stuff recently. Almost every time we leave the house, like, I get to this point where I go, it's not even worth it anymore. I'm just going to stay home and never leave. Well, I'm an angry person in general. So by the time we, we do all this stuff, we... We pack their things and they're screaming at us the whole time. They're, they're upset, you know, cause they, they know that we're going to leave and they want to go. Yeah. They, they want to go. go. They do. And so they scream, go, go, go. And I'm go. just like, just, we were going to go. I promise we're going to go. You just got, I got to pack the snacks. I got to get the diapers. We got to change your clothes. <laughs> we got to put your shoes on again. We got to do all this stuff. If you just stop screaming at me, I'd be a lot better about it. Oh, good heavens. If they see you packing. Oh, yeah. Juice and snacks and. If they see you get their shoes, oh my gosh. I am completely ready for the day that we can go, please go in the bedroom and get ready so we can leave. I don't think it's ever going to be and I'm, simple, I'm, well, I, about to, I, I know that we're, there's still going to be some issues there. I just want to get to the point where I know that they understand what I'm saying and they can do it. We'll work on whether they actually do it when we get to that bridge. <sighs> but I think it's going to be good. I'm ready to get through this destructive phase, too. I'm ready to get through this destructive phase, too. So I feel like when you have kids, it's like you get this house guest that is sent to you to slowly destroy your home over the course of 18 years. Give like, or a, take. like a virus. Like it's just slow destruction. Yeah. Stains and broken things. It's just they appear like on a daily basis basis and it's not just <laughs> like so destructive it's not just physical it's mental yeah they, they, they break you down break you down they wear you down to where you're just like i don't care about anything there was there was one day or, or one evening i was a couple weeks ago 
we got the babies in the bed and they laid down, did pretty well. And you, I think you went to the bathroom or you went somewhere, but you were gone for like 15 minutes. And during that 15 minutes, I just sat in my recliner and looked at the wall. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> Nothing. I don't want anything else to happen. And then, and then I start going, you know, I've, I've got to go to bed soon. But the problem with that is I'm going to wake up eventually and it's all going to start over again. <laughs> I got to go back to work. I got to come home and then there's going to be screaming babies. But you know, there's, there's moments in the day, like when I sit in the floor with them and Reagan will come up and she likes to sit between my legs and Riley will come up and you know, he'll just, he'll hug me or jump on my back or something. It kind of makes it worth it. Oh, absolutely. For a good 10, 15 seconds. And then it's right back to chaos again. We've done a good job. Of course. I don't, I don't know about you. I'm rocking this whole perfect thing. <laughs> I just come in I'm here. I'm a freaking my, rock star. My two days off a week, <laughs> I just run around like a crazy person trying to figure out how, how the hell you do it every day. Because it's, it's, it's out of control for me. I don't, I don't know what to do. Oh, God. I find myself asking myself that all the time. If you don't mind, I would like to switch subjects on you. Sure. I went kind of, uh, we used to do this thing with the Bob O'Clock News. And I set another one up for you. We haven't done it in a while. Are you trying to figure this stuff out? Okay. You good? I forgot all about that. Yeah. I know. I keep forgetting. Like, we'll sit down and I'll have, like, <laughs> stories. and Because we did two of them on the episode last night. And uh, I didn't set them up that way. But uh, I've got one for you. You ready? It's actually pretty yeah. good. Welcome to the Bob O'Clock News. <laughs> There was a guy that went to court, and he was held in contempt, and you have to figure out why. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so okay. You, you can ask me questions about each one. I'll answer them to the best of my knowledge, and then you give me a final answer. Okay. So, why was the gentleman held in contempt and forced to spend a day in jail? Did he A, take off his pants and throw them at the judge? B, he brought a bunch of weed to court with him. Oh, that's even worse. Or C, he smacked a small child for burping. Like in the courtroom? In the courtroom. Huh. Okay, Miss Investigator, what you got for me? Hmm. All right. So the first, first option, sorry, he took off his pants and threw them at the judge. Were they khakis? I hope he was dressed nice. I, you know, I have no idea if they hmm. were khakis or not. Was there a belt in them? That could hurt. Probably. Did he actually hit the judge? No. Huh. All right. I don't know if that's grounds for being held in contempt. Throwing clothing at the judge. I'm not saying it's not bad, but like if he didn't hit him, like if he's just like, ah, pfft, I don't know. Well, I don't think it was like, it, it wasn't a situation where he just decided, hey, I'm going to take my pants off and throw them. He had gotten in trouble for sagging. And like the judge kept telling him, you got to pull your pants up. You got to pull your pants up. And the dude just lost his mind mm. and threw them. Because when you go to court, you need to dress nice. Yeah. Because the judges don't put up with that stuff. See, if I was a judge, yeah, that would just make me mad. Right. If if I had, yeah, if that's the reason why he took off his pants and threw them, because I had told him to pull his pants up numerous times, yeah, I'd think, be mad. I think a judge can hold you in contempt for just about anything. <clears throat> yeah, they have that power, man. All right. B, he brought weed to court? Mm-hmm. That's just, no, you, who does that? That's asking. That's like, please put me in jail. Please. 
Please, Mr. Judge, put me in jail right now. Lindley, you have to, like, empty your pockets and stuff when you go into the courthouse. So, like, how did he get it in? You smuggle it, like, in his butt or something? Whoa. They didn't put that in the story. Oh, I mean, how did he, how do you get? You don't, you don't really have to empty your pockets. Cause I, I have to go every now and then for reasons, you know, just for work reasons. And all that you have to do is make sure you don't set the, the alarm like, off. like metal. Okay. Right. Yeah. Huh. So how did they discover it? Like, did he take it out? Did he drop it? Uh, the judge smelled it in the courtroom. Smelled it? It was like in his pocket? Mm-hmm. Mm, that didn't seem logical to me. All right. What was the... Oh, he smacked a small child for burping. Was it like his child? Yes. Why did he have his child in court? People are strange. Hmm. Hmm. The way that you ask questions makes me want to like give you information. Cause you're like, I feel like I, I want to move here. Like you should ask this question. You should do this. You should do this. But like, you know what I mean? Like I have a hard time with it. Okay. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. Anything you want to ask me? Did the child say, excuse me? How old was the child? I think they said eight or nine. It was a young child. Hmm. Was it like more than one burp? Oh yeah. Like the kid kept burping. Like, yeah. It was like, it, it was intentional burping. Maybe the kid deserved it. <laughs> In court? Jeez Louise, that's intense. I think it's A. I think he took his pants off. You think he took his pants off and threw them at the judge? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, when we first started this, your response was, I don't think that'll warrant contempt in a day in jail. So you've you've decided to go back to that? Yeah. So, that's your answer. I think that's my final answer. Okay. Well, the man was held in contempt, had to spend a day in jail before he was allowed to bond out. For bringing marijuana into the courtroom. Oh my gosh, really? Yes. Now. That's just stupid. You know he how I told that. you that they could smell it? Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, that's, it's not logical. The reason they could smell it was because of how much he brought. <gasps> oh my gosh. It was a large amount. Into court. Right. So the, the smell became overwhelming in the courtroom and the judge stopped the courtroom and was like, look, Somebody has weed and you need to fess up before I make them bring the dogs in here and we figure out who it is. So the guy raised his hand and was like, judge, I, I, I smoked weed this morning before I came in. So he called the guy up and, you know, asked him his name and he's like, oh, I'm not sure. Of his name? Yeah. So he He didn't didn't know his name. name? Right. And the judge looks at him and goes, look, I've been doing this for a long time and I don't like people lying to me. He said, the weed doesn't smell burnt. And the guy goes, oh, well. I, I, I smoked it this morning. And the judge goes, look, you can either A, give it to me now and we can destroy it. Or B, you're, you're held in contempt and you're going to go to jail. Once you get there, if they find it on you, then it's a felony because you can't take drugs into the jail. Yeah. So the guy pulls the drugs out of his pocket. So the judge asks him, he goes, well, why did you bring it? And the guy goes, oh, I, I forgot. I forgot it was on me. So you just walk around with marijuana in your pocket? Like, a large amount of it, yeah. A lot of it? Like, it, is that, that's just like such a frequent occurrence yeah. that you forgot to take it out of your pockets before you went to court? That's crazy. Yeah. So the judge took his weed, locked him up. I just, it, I, I can't process what your thinking is. There's not a reason for you to take weed no. to court. Well, there's not really many reasons to just walk around with it in your pocket that I could think of unless you're just smoking it like all the freaking time. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I, it didn't say it didn't say what he was at court for, <clears throat> but the judge wouldn't allow him to go forward with it 
like they were, he continued it and the, the lawyer like wanted to, to argue with it. You know, let's go ahead and do it. And the judge was like, well, he just admitted to me that he got high just a few minutes ago. So he's not of sound mind. Yeah. So he's going to end up having to do, you know, pay the fees or whatever for the court cost <sighs> and do everything all well, over again. That's, he deserves every bit of that, I think. Oh, he was in court for violating his probation. Oh, my God. So I'm sure this probably did it as well. Jeez Louise. Never cease to be amazed by the things that people do. I have one more little activity for you. Oh, what? <laughs> Why do you sound so miserable for? We're just having fun. I feel fun. miserable. I feel terrible. Well, I do want to thank you for sitting down I'm and doing trying. this. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I really am. Well, how about this? Let's Let's do this last thing. And then uh, if you want to, you can go take a nap. I'll take care of the kids. You do whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. All right. This is a would you rather, because we oh haven't done gosh. this in a while. So, Katie, would you rather shave for the rest of your life with the same razor? <sighs> your arms, your legs, your armpits. We all know that you shave your armpits every time you shower. Or not have any more eyebrows. Oh, gosh. I can't be going without eyebrows. <laughs> so, so go. Talk it through. Talk us through the process. How do you how are you gonna figure this conundrum out? I don't know. I think I would have to figure out a way to make the the razor work because the eyebrows stay. I'm just gonna be hairy. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna be hairy, that's I'm it. I'm just not. I'm just not shaved. <laughs> I don't think I could. But uh, the I can eyebrows the eyebrows are still hey, there's always like wax. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I've tried it. So you're just gonna like wax your armpits and your arms and stuff? I guess. Ooh. I'm not losing my eyebrows. So you, you you feel pretty solid about this answer, huh? Have you ever seen somebody with no eyebrows? Yeah, it's strange. You're always like, oh bless her heart, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> They're in good spirits though, aren't they? <laughs> have you ever seen somebody with drawn on eyebrows? I have. Yeah. And it's funny how like if you can severely mess that up. Like, I think, like, don't get me wrong, there are some people who pull it off, sure, and pull it off well, right. but I think more times than not, you see someone and it's they just look, so very obvious yeah, they, they, they just they walk around drawn on eyebrows and it looks like a child attacked their face with a sharpie and it's just bad. Well, I knew this lady a long time ago, the first time that I ever, you know, growing up as a guy, you never think about that. Like, there's some women that will get rid of their eyebrows and just... For whatever reason, and draw them on. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this lady that worked at a tattoo shop, and she did that, and she always looked confused because of the way that, like, she arched them. Uh-huh. Like, she was just like, like one of them would be kind of even, and the other one would have like more of a curve to it. Like she's like squinting in one eye or something. Like she always just looked quizzical, honestly. Yeah. Well, I know how hard it is because I I wing my eyeliner. You know, I you do, do. You do what? I use liquid eyeliner and I I wing it at the wings. Like oh. you don't ever see my face, jeez. Well, I thought you were like like when when I say I wing something, it means like I'm shooting from the hip. I'm just yeah, I'm going with it. Yeah, well, that's pretty much okay. <laughs> and I've been doing it for years. It's taken a lot of practice, mm-hmm. and still, it's still hard to get them even. Like it really, really is. There's somebody out there listening to this that's like, preach it, sister. It's hard to get them even. And that's just eyeliner. I mean, you follow the, the, your lid. And so, I mean, it, I can only imagine how hard, given how hard that is, I can only imagine how hard it is <laughs> to get your eyebrows drawn on even. You know what I just thought about? You watched the Fresh Prince of 
Bel Air growing up, right? Of course. Did you ever see the episode where Will had a girlfriend and they were like down in the basement and there was a an earthquake or something and they got trapped? Yes. And she's sitting down there and she starts like popping her fingernails off. Yes. Because she had like the fake fingernails and then uh-huh. she like started pulling her her eye like what the, are, um fake lashes. Yeah, fake lashes and uh-huh. then she had a wig. I it was <laughs> I laughed so hard. And then she walks over to him and like throws it in his hand and he's just like Ugh! But that that's I'm glad you're not that way. You're a pretty beautiful person just the way you are. Don't ever get all those weird dome accessories that a lot of people wear. And if you do it, that's what? good. That's good for you. I just uh, I don't know. Don't start popping body parts off and laying them on the table. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> I can't do fake nails. <laughs> My nails grow so fast. Yeah, you have lady nails. I do, hey, I don't. You don't like paint them or anything. No, you lady nails. Yeah, they grow so fast. There's girls out there that would give anything to have their nails grow as fast as yours. My toenails do it too. Oh they're, my gosh! They're like little talons. AKA your talons. Yeah. Catch trout in a stream with those things. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Hey, I can say that. Do you know how many times I've been cut by those things? You can't move quickly around my feet. You, you can't be dodging and darting and stuff. I mean, you're going to get cut. That's just how it happens. <sighs> there was a... I was... Uh, what, what was it? I feel like that guy from, from Dust Till Dawn... He would like pop his boot on the ground and a knife would come out of the tip of his. That's what I feel like my toes are like sometimes. <laughs> like I could just kick somebody and like the stab dangerous them. weapons. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably just not talk about it anymore and just go cut. Lord have mercy like on happen. the person who ever gets in a fight with you while you're barefooted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on. The cops are going to be holding me down. Where's the knife, sir? Where is the knife? I'm like, I don't have a knife. He has multiple lacerations. We need to know where the <laughs> knife is. And why are your feet bloody? <laughs> um, last thing, like always, uh, if you want to help support the Bob and Katie show, you can go to our link on Facebook to patreon.com and you can contribute a dollar a month. Help us out or a million. We're well, good. We'll we're good either it. way. Yeah. yeah. We're good either way. Also, our friends from Ohio, Earthos, the board game, you can go to our Facebook page and look at their link too. Their, their game is coming along really, really well. But uh, it looks amazing. Like, I don't have time for that. Like I couldn't do anything like that. But go check it out. You got anything else? No. No. Well, thank you once again for sitting down with me, even though you don't feel that great. Yeah, I'm. I feel terrible. Hopefully, everybody appreciates it. <clears throat> and uh, stick around after the closing music, and I might even throw on some of the stuff from last night. The oh, the episode that shall remain nameless. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Bye. Bye. Last episode. Nothing glamorous. We talked about me working on that show, uh, Good Behavior. Yes. And we talked about the uh, the lady with the unfortunate uh, title. Camel Toe Lady. Yeah. Well, she found us and she listened to awesome. the episode. This show never ceases to amaze me when it comes to... It's still weird. You know what I mean? Like, people download this and listen to it. People actually listen to it's this strange. crap. It's strange to me. <laughs> And, like, I never thought 
because I didn't talk to this lady. I, I didn't know her. I mean, like I talked to her. I, when I say I didn't talk to her, I didn't go, Hey, my name's Bob and I do a comedy show here. Go look it up. That yeah. never happened. I didn't ever expect in a million years that she would find our show and listen to it. Maybe she's like stalking you or something. No, uh, it turns out she's friends with, I, I think she, she's friends with the casting director on the show. And I definitely talked to her about it. So I think that's how she found out. She's like, oh, well, I'll listen to it. And guess what? Lord really. behold. She's already got the title of Camel Toe Lady. And here I am trying to label her a stalker, too. Like, <laughs> can this get much worse? I'm sure she's very nice. So we had, like, the free trial of Sirius Radio, Satellite Radio. And one of my favorite stations was the 90s station. Because, I don't know, brought back memories. AKA classic music now, right. I guess. Like it could have been that long Cause ago. Because we're getting old. So we're driving in the car, and that Mariah Carey song, Always Be My Baby, I think is the name of it, yeah. came on. Love that song, right? It's a great song. I love Mariah Carey. We were like humming along, having a good time. We were not humming. We were singing. You were singing. Don't be embar- No, you were singing too. Don't I don't even know who she you is. Stop. What are you talking about? You know all the words of that song. Mm. Better stop. But we're- I know the R. Kelly song. Remember that one from the 90s? I believe I can fly. That song from Space Jam. Everybody Come on. Everybody knows that song. That was before he started like peeing on people. That <laughs> yeah. was back when it was good. <laughs> and so we're listening to the lyrics of this song and I'm like, you know, this song really has a slightly stalker vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, r- really, for real. Like, it's like- The she's, lyrics. She's singing so pretty and sweet and you think like, oh, it's like a love song. Here's my thing. I th- it, it was a great song. We're yeah, good. We're good so with that, right? Super catchy, but only because she's a female. I pulled up the lyrics and I started going through them, and I was like, you know, the parts where she says, "Boy, if you change that to girl and you have a guy sing that." Oh yeah, creepy. Whoa, it's a bit much. So how about we do it? Yeah, let's go through the words. I'm not singing it, but no, I'll do it. I'm, oh, I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to sing it. No, no, no. Really, I'll do it. No, 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 no. Karaoke time. If you've never heard that song, pause the podcast right now and go listen to it and then come back. And then I'm going to read you the lyrics that you just heard her sing as a guy reading these lyrics. It is absolutely insane. How should I read it? Should I intentionally make it sound creepy or just read it normal? Or just read it normal. Just but you got to start out with the shoot a or however. That's not on the lyric page. It's not, no. You know that's how it starts. Though. All right. So here, here are the lyrics. We were as one, babe. For a moment in time. And it seemed everlasting that you would always be mine. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. It's, it's going good so far. But now you want to be free. <laughs> like, it, it just... It goes from Nose like... Nose dive into <laughs> creepville. So I'm letting you fly. Because I know in my heart our love will never die. It's, this is intense. <laughs> yeah. You'll always be a part of me. And I'm a part of you indefinitely. <laughs> Girl, don't you know you can't escape me? It's, 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 it's supposed to be boy. No, I said you got to change it to girl because it's a it's a guy. Remember? All right. Because if you, if you, I'm not reading it boy because I was just, <laughs> that's, just, I can't do it. Oh, darling, because you'll always be my baby and will linger on. Time can't erase a feeling. This strong. <laughs> no, you're never going to shake me. Because <laughs> you'll always be my baby. You're never going to shake me. Like, yeah. that's not something you say to, like, I don't know, 
to someone that yeah. you're not like stalking and right. making voodoo dolls of and have like locks of their hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never even contemplated coming up to you and be like, I love you so much. You're never going to shake me. <laughs> Let's keep going. I'm part of you indefinitely. <laughs> I ain't going to cry. No. And I won't beg you to stay. If you're determined to leave, girl, I will not stand in your way. You'll be back again. <laughs> okay. Because you know in your heart, babe, our love will never end. No. <laughs> Do I got to read the course again? Because that's where it's at now. <laughs> Do I skip that? You skip it. Okay. Um, I'm, I know you'll be back, girl, when your days and your nights get a little bit colder. Oh, I'll know you'll be back, baby. Oh, baby, believe me, it's only a matter of time. And then she sings the chorus twice. So this song that she's singing, like you said, it sounds so sweet. It does. Like a love song, you know. And she's an amazing singer. And then you pay attention to it, and it's like, this dude, he wants to break up. He's like, I'm out. Yeah, I want to leave. And she's like, you can leave. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, leave. You ain't never going to shake me. No, it's never going to be over. I'm part of you indefinitely. Yeah, so you you can leave if you want to. You'll be back. (laughs) Trust me. There was a 29-year-old man who was lost at sea for two months. Oh, my gosh. And they found him. And he was alive? Yeah. It says that he ate, like, seagulls and fish and stuff <gasps> to survive. seagulls? Yeah. It's crazy, right? I can't stand seagulls. That's, it's, first of all, it's amazing that he lasted two months lost at sea. So, like, he survived. wasn't, like, on an island. He was adrift in the ocean for two months. And lived. That is <sighs> incredible. Wow. But that's not what made me interested in this story. Let me find the exact quote. There were three men originally on like a little boat. <gasps> what happened to the other two? Right? So the story says that... Uh, I mean, if he was eating seagulls, then... The bodies were Ooh. never found, and as of now, it remains unclear how they perished. That means they think they ate, that he ate them. You think he ate them? I don't know. When it remains unclear, I don't understand why it's unclear because the guy's alive and he should have been like, oh, well. This is what happened to him. They fell overboard. They drowned. They died. Antonio got eaten by a shark. Steve, he fell out. Yeah, he drowned. Like, there's got, like, you should, you were at sea for two months and there were two other people. Maybe he's delirious and just doesn't remember. I don't know. So you think there was this like, oh, hey, so uh, what happened to your two buddies? And he was just like, oh. Uh, 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 you started I, stuttering and stuff. I and don't like, know. See, see, what what, 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 what had happened you, was. It was just y'all on this yeah, boat. You don't know what happened ocean? to the other two people? They gone, right? Where are the bodies at? I am following up with this story because something's got to come out of it. Yeah. That's a little fishy. Yeah. <laughs> that, did you tickle yourself just yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> If anybody out there has heard about this or knows any more than we do, please reach out to me because I am like extremely- Like they were on the boat with him? Yeah, <laughs> they were on the boat with him. No, I'm talking about the people you're talking to. Like how how are how does anybody else going to know any more than you do? Like they're, maybe they're friends with the guy? Uh, he's oh, my neighbor. I understand what you're saying. He's I was, my neighbor. No, I wasn't on the boat. Sorry, I guess. I like know. nobody knows except for that man and God, yeah, and nobody knows what else happened to those guys. That man and Jesus. That's it. But uh, maybe I don't know. That's just weird. Because I think I would I would let that go immediately. You know, immediately. This is what happened. If you if all of a sudden you're not sure, that's a red flag. 
there won't too much going on. But, you know I, I mean, mean, worst case, so, you know, the guy's, like, stranded in the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. for two months. For two months. I mean, could you blame him? Blame him for what? What's your theory? You think he ate them people? I think he might have. I think it's a good possibility. Ugh. It's gross. Ugh. Well, I didn't say it wasn't gross. 